This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. This week on South Bend Beat, we talked to Tracy Warhop. Um, Tracy is a massage therapist at Tracy Warhop Massage Therapy. Uh, she has a pretty diverse client base. She mostly does sports, um, either rehab or uh, to maximize sports performance. Uh, her clients are professional athletes. She has athletes with the Philadelphia Eagles, Chicago Bears. She has NBA players and more. Um, and she currently travels with the collegiate athletics for Notre Dame, uh, most notably the track and field team. She'll help football players prepare for the combine. Uh, pretty cool. So we talked about all that. Um, we also did Ask a Massage Therapist, which was kind of a Ask Me Anything Reddit type situation where she answered some of the more uh, common questions around massages. So enjoy this podcast with Tracy Warhop. Tracy, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. So I've been trying to get you on for a while. I think all the way yes. back to like the beginning of season two. Um, and it's tough with your schedule because you're always either somewhere in the country uh, working or you have a lot going on over there. Um, yes. Let's kind of start from the beginning. Are you from South Bend? I am from South Bend. I was born here. Born and raised. Born and raised Which here. high school did you go to? I actually went to high school at Northridge High School. Okay, so a yeah. little further east, but I was born in South Bend. Grew up in South Bend and uh, came back and I've had my whole professional career here in South Bend. So was there ever a gap where you left South Bend and then came back? Uh, a couple short periods of time. Yes. A little bit for school. And then I lived in Denver for a very short period of time. Oh, yeah? You like yes. Denver? Love Denver. My parents it's are close out that way. It's a, so when I fly home, I have to fly into Denver, even though they live in Kansas. It's the closest airport. But oh, it's Denver's a beautiful gorgeous. place. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. You like the altitude? You're good. You're good yes, with that. Yes, I actually do. It's great. Do you hike and stuff? A little bit, yes. Yeah. I yeah, the working out definitely changes when you go up into the altitude. And it's real easy when you get here after yeah, you've been at altitude. You yeah. feel like you're really in shape when you come back. Yeah. <laughs> So um, did you did you ever do any like camping or anything in the Rockies while you were out I there? I didn't, not really. We were more in the city, mm -hmm. so we were uh, around just the, the hustle and bustle of Do you like camping everything. or not really? Yeah, I do. I do like yeah. camping. I don't go enough. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I need electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I do like running water and uh, showering once in a yeah. while. But <laughs> so um, at what point, when you jumped into school, say out of high school, did you immediately mm -hmm. know what you wanted to do? Uh, it took some time to figure it out. I originally wanted to go to med school, yeah. and I was really excited to help people to get hands-on, to be able to um, have a challenge and figure out what I, how I could help others. And I slowly began to realize what med school was, and I didn't want to learn medicine. I wanted to learn something more natural, more hands-on, something that was going to help people get better right then and there. And... Um, I had seen a massage therapist years ago, and I was watching people walk out of her office that had been to doctors, that had been to many other methods of trying to get better. Um, and they were absolutely pain-free. They were finding, you know, they were f resolving their issues by seeing a massage therapist. So I was really excited to learn more about what she was doing and what, 
the profession really was. And that's what slowly got me into more natural medicine. So that's where it, that's where it began. So how long did it take from when you decided, uh, I want to go into massage therapy? Like how long is that process until it's like, okay, I'm running my own show now and I'm accepting patients? Yeah, it is. Uh, it usually goes by hours. Uh, I think I did around 1,200 hours. Jeez. So it takes just over a year, I would say. And it changes with state laws. So every state is a little bit different. I've known some people to go much shorter than that. So it just depends on what you're doing. Um, so what you do now is it's kind of all inclusive. I've, I even saw on your um, website, you do nutritional, like nutritional yes. coaching too. Yes. Correct. Um, how long have you been doing that? It has been, oh, I would say about eight years. So you're just kind of like overall wellness. Like yeah, from it is. It across is, the board. Yes. I believe it all works together. I think if you want to improve, get better physically, emotionally, mentally, you need a little bit of everything. So what are, um, I mean, what's the situation for most of your patients? Is it like drop-ins, need a massage, or is it repeat service? Or are they coming in kind of wanting the whole package? I mean, what's typical yeah. for you? Uh, it's it's what makes my job exciting. It's a good variety. Uh, it depends if it's athletes. It depends if it's someone who is trying to lose weight. It depends, you know, who it may be because every body is different. So uh, a typical – every day is very different. But a typical day is um, – one day it's it's all athletics – it's improving and recovering athletes. And then the next day it's pain management. So it, it changes every day. So you, you mentioned athletes. I'm a big sports fan. I want to talk combine prep. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> so is that, do you get specific requests like leading up to the combine or pro days um, about whether it's either working on speed, maybe like shave a 10th of a second off the 40 or help with a yeah. cone drill? Do you get any specific requests that time of the year? So it'd be like now, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Right now it's, it started. It just started and we're full blown combine prep. And uh, the guys, most of the guys have now left college, pretty almost all of them have left college. They are all over the country and they're, they're getting ready. So my requests are almost anything. I specialize, I seem to work with more wide receivers and running backs. So we're improving kind of fast speed. Twitch, explosive we're, guys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. So I work with everyone before the combine. So, and yeah. with, so say you're trying to um, help with speed, uh, mm -hmm. help with their forty or cone drill or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, is it a lot of massage or is it a lot of stretching? Is it nutritional? Like what goes into that? Great question. Uh, it is a lot of stretching. Uh, you want to keep the mobility. It's a lot of massage. There's a lot of recovery in that. A lot of corrective work. You know. We're, we're trying to make sure they stay healthy, stay strong, and they can keep getting better and better. So is it is it the situation where, I mean, they're going to know what the date of their pro day or the combine is. Is mm -hmm. it where they're kind of ramping up and then hopefully on that day is kind of like their peak day where they're that, ready to go for recovery That is the biggest standpoint? interview of their life. Yep, yep. That is the day they perform. And yes. physically they want to be at the top. Um, yes. Do... On the football side, do you help with nutrition at all? Like once they're out of Notre Dame's program? Yeah. Once they are professional, I do do some nutrition. I would say more manual therapy and corrective work. Okay. But uh, we do some nutrition, yes. And once they're out of the programs, I mean, say they're injured, mm -hmm. is that something you're helping with or do they still get assistance from the program um, if they have some kind of nagging injury or something? Are they always helping with injuries. Yeah. Yes, always. Especially if an injury has already happened. Uh, that's when a lot of times, unfortunately, you get the call after that's happened instead of before, and then they learned what they could have done before. Mm -hmm. uh, so we get the call after, and then um, we're there. We're there trying to recover as quickly as possible because they want to play as soon as they can. Right. So 
Yeah. For those that follow along on your Instagram, I mean, you'll see your, I mentioned earlier, kind of all over the country, you do a lot with Notre Dame. Um, yes. Can you talk about the relationship with Notre Dame and like how you help out in that capacity? Yeah, so I work with uh, Notre Dame with the athletics there, athletic teams there, and I travel with uh, track and field. And it's the it's same thing, a lot of massage therapy, soft tissue work, getting them prepared and, and recovered after games, meets, anything that they need. And for those listening that aren't an athlete at Notre Dame or they're not training for a marathon, they can still pop in and see you. Yes, correct. Yeah. I would say 80 to 85% of the people I see are athletes, whether it's collegiate athletes, professional athletes, but I love working with everyone in South Bend. Mm -hmm. I see cancer patients. I see people who just want pain management. I see, I have many clients that are just maintaining in order to stay healthy. And where are you located? I am on the second floor in Eddy Street Commons. So it makes sense, right by campus. Right, right a walk away, yes. So do you like being kind of in the campus life and uh, where it's buzzing a little bit, having your office over there? I do, I do. I like to be around people. I like to be close to everything that's going on, and it makes my job a little easier when we can all run back and forth to each other. So, so you said you travel with track and field. Do you have to be mm -hmm. present at any practices? Uh, no, not necessarily. Usually I am there after practices to do recovery work to um, help if, you know, we've had injuries that are going on, things like that. So I want to get into, um, so there's been like some crowdsourcing on social media for, mm -hmm. with massage therapy, it seems to be intimidating for a lot of people. Yes. And there's a lot of questions that I'm sure you've answered a million times, but you're going to answer them again today. That's great. Um, on questions <laughs> that came in. First one, I don't even have down, but it just came to me. Do your hands yeah. ever get tired? I get that question all the time. Uh, I feel that my hands are very strong and they're used to what I'm doing. Uh, the smartest thing I can do for myself to stay strong is not overbook myself or not mm -hmm. do too many manual or massage therapy sessions in one day. So um, I am blessed to be able to do stretch therapy and do nutritional counseling and do some health coaching or lifestyle coaching. So it really breaks that up so my hands don't get overworked. But they are used to what I do, so I feel that they're strong, but usually, usually they're pain free. Yeah. What's the deal with cupping? Cupping, yeah. cupping therapy. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people like to do it and then flex on the gram, you know, with the marks all over their back or yes, whatever. The marks. What is the actual, um, I guess, benefit of it? Yes. Uh, cupping therapy has many benefits. Uh, it allows the blood flow to come back. It allows the oxygen to come back when we've had injuries, uh, adhesions built up. It allows the fascial tissue to open back up and flow how it's meant to. So it has a lot of benefits. And of course, it started with swimmers. You saw a lot of swimmers that began with cupping therapy. It's been something that's been around for years. Uh, it's more of an Eastern medicine, like a Chinese medicine therapy. And of course, now here in the States, it's gotten much bigger to use in sports because they're finding faster recovery with cupping therapy. I remember the NBA playoffs a few years ago, Russell Westbrook, be every game yes. he'd be covered in the marks. Yes. And it's and for those listening that maybe want to try it, it's absolutely nothing to be afraid of. No, like it's, it, it it's, doesn't hurt at all. It's pain free. Yeah. It's yes, exactly. Um, another question that was asked, what do I do if I get ticklish during my massage? <laughs> If someone is ticklish, usually uh, the therapist needs to change what they're doing. So that's going to be different handwork that's going to help them relax. It's going to change. Uh, you need to change how we're doing our work first. And then what you have to learn are breathing techniques. So we help you through the breathing techniques so you can learn to relax. A lot of times people find that to be the case when they haven't had the work done frequently. So they're relearning how to have someone 
you know, work a muscle in a deep way that they're not used to being, you know, maybe touched in that in that way. So uh, that's up to the therapist to change what they're doing and then to help the patient or client to be able to relax through that. Can you usually tell if someone's ticklish? Like yes. even if they're not giggling, but maybe they're squirming a little bit? Right away. Yeah. They think you don't know, but you yeah. definitely know. You definitely know. <laughs> Should I talk to my massage therapist? That is the client's preference, total client preference. It doesn't I, like low-key bother you if they're like just chit-chatting? No. I have some people that tell me they love to talk the whole time. Uh, uh, massage therapy is also a very emotional and mental release for people. It's a non-judgment place that people can come and sometimes their stress is more mental or emotional stress. And so they're there to just let that out. Uh, so they love to talk the whole time. Some people come in and they, they don't want to talk at all. It's their time to mentally clear what's been going on in their head all day to just have that moment of relaxation. Uh, and so that's, I mean, I prefer that they relax and concentrate on breathing and, and focus on what's happening at the time, but either way, it's the client's preference. How often has someone fallen asleep? Very often. Really? And is that another thing to where you, you can tell? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even if they're not snoring or something, you can still tell if they're out? Usually, yes. Well, and my work is definitely more corrective work. So it, it's a little, it's, I don't want to say painful, but there's a little more aggression in like cupping therapy can be a little more aggressive and um, the massage can be a little deeper tissue massage. So it's not, I don't do total relaxation massages, but even through that, you can still be relaxed enough to fall asleep. And it's happened? Yes. Yeah. It does. <laughs> One recent trend I wanted to ask about, we've seen it on like NFL yeah. sidelines uh, as recently, mm-hmm. I think, as last weekend. And it'd be like the hypervolts or the Theraguns. Yes. What are your thoughts on those? Yes. Uh, I've tried many of them. I have a hypervolt. Mm-hmm. It is so far my favorite. I have the hypervolt too. I have the hypervolt, hyper ice, I think it is. Yes, the, yes, the exactly. One. So yes. that one's a good one? It's wonderful. Okay. It has a long battery life. It's quiet. Some of them sound like a machine gun really? when you're working them. And I prefer not to use something that loud, but the, the uh, hypervolt is the best one I've used. And they're a great surface tissue vibration device that, that can help to just, you know, help with the lactic acid and the blood flow in the middle of a game or in the middle of a meet when you're trying to keep your legs going. Is there a, because, so the Hypervolt comes with a few different attachments. Is one of them your favorite? Well, I have to say the one that has the flat head would probably be too, my yeah. favorite because you can use it on more muscle groups. The one that's that's a little harder, you can only use in certain areas. So I think that would be my favorite. And it says you shouldn't put it directly on skin, but is that actually a thing? Do you really have to have... You can put it like, on your skin. You can put it directly on skin. Yeah. That's you just yeah. yeah. You just have to be careful. Okay. <laughs> um, how do I know... If I get completely naked or leave something on? Great question. Uh, your therapist should tell you for the fir- if you're coming in for the first time, they should be able to tell you. I uh, always tell people how they how they should dress. Most because most people I work with are athletes. They usually have some type of shorts or sports bra on when they're in my office, and um, it just depends on the type of work we're doing. Stretch therapy is always athletic wear. Doing a lot of stretching, so. And then massage, be able to it's move. kind of up to them, or you just recommend one way or another? Uh, usually it's always some type of shorts. Okay. Yep. How much do I tip on top of my bill for massage? That was another <laughs> one. Is it, 
I mean, is there a typical, I mean, is it like a restaurant? You want to shoot for like 20%? I mean, I know it's for you, it would be kind of uncomfortable to answer, but it seems like a lot of people go, they might pass on getting massage because they're like, I just don't know what's acceptable. Yes, that's a great question. Uh, Tipping is a question that people are afraid to ask, but it's a great question. I like to talk about it. Uh, Tipping is different with all massage therapists. I do more sports therapy, so there's not a lot of tipping in sports therapy. It's just this is what we do. This is the set price. I do have clients that tip me, and it's it's a blessing. It's wonderful uh, just because they feel like I go above and beyond with what I'm doing. So either way, it's perfectly acceptable. So tipping shouldn't stop them from going to – Nope. The it worry should of tipping never, shouldn't if stop they them. cannot tip or they choose to come more often and not tip, it should never stop them. So here's a question. This was my question. Um, I have a chiropractor in the family and it seems like whenever he comes to family functions, they're like, Oh, do you have your table? They want free adjustments. How often does it happen to you first would like say family gatherings? Do people ask for massages? And then number two, do friends ever try to get free massages out of you? All the time. Really? 100% How annoying does it get? You know what? I have to say, I love what I do, and I never mind doing it. That's the, See, that's the nice answer, but I don't, there's no way that's true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. I really enjoy doing it. Now, I don't want to do it for seven hours in that day <laughs> if, if you know I'm not expecting to work that day, but I really enjoy it. And if somebody's really in pain or has an issue, I, I, I love to do it. So that's me... I'd imagine that a family function, you're sitting around, it's almost like, man, I've been having like this tightness in my shoulder blade area. That's probably something you hear pretty often. Yes, all like, the time. Or they sit down and they try to be really smooth and they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't know why, but this has been happening to me today. My shoulder just isn't moving like it should. I just came off my skis and for some reason I'm just really stuck today. You know, you're getting, you're, you're getting like, the I know point. What you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, okay, I should probably just jump up do and you help tuck them. Your, do you take your table? I have a table in my car everywhere yeah. I go. So you can't use the excuse I, I don't have a table? No, I cannot. It's always, it's, I usually have a cupping set in my car. I have a massage table in my car and it's ready, it's ready to go. I, I unfortunately, <laughs> last minute, no, it's great, but I get calls last minute from a lot of my professional athletes that say, can you be here within 24 hours? Yeah. So when it's packed and ready to go, it, it just needs to be <laughs> ready to go in case they call. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine it could get shameless. I mean, if if I had a massage therapist in the family and you said you didn't have your table, I don't I don't think that would deter me. Like, there's a dining room table <laughs> no, right there. There's I'm a floor. <laughs> yes. Lay on the grass. Lay on the floor. <laughs> um, what are now going back to just kind of basic questions? Yeah. What are a few of your favorite things of, I mean, rather than, I mean, you do get to work with your hands, you get to be active, uh, you get to work in athletics, but what are a few of just your favorite things in your day-to-day life of being able to be a massage therapist and do what you do? Uh, I love to help people. I love to see people live vibrant, healthy lives and, and feel mentally strong and feel emotionally happy and physically growing. And I love to see the results every single day. I love a challenge. So I like when people come in with something going on that I can help them fix. I also love when I see people coming in saying, I feel great. I'm doing amazing. I have no pain. I want to keep it that way. So every every bit of what I see is is a is just a great it's a blessing to do what I do. It's a lot of physical work to do what I do every single day. 
and it's hard work. And to keep up with that year after year, a lot of massage therapists don't make it past year seven. Seven years is the lifespan of a massage really? therapist. That's interesting. Yeah. So to make it past seven years is is great. But uh, I love seeing the people walk out of my office feeling amazing or knowing what they can do to get better and better, whether it's professional athletes or whether, whether it's a 60-year-old man who's been running marathons who just wants to keep getting better. So that is that is really cool to see that happen. One follow-up question I had that I forgot earlier when we were talking combine. Yes. Um, so say you're working with an athlete that has a big combine coming up. So I think I saw on your Instagram, so would Miles Boykin be one of those? He was, yeah. yes. I got to work with Miles. So then it's kind of a two-part question. One, how nervous do you get going up to the combine? And then two, like in his case, when he just crushes it at the combine, Yes. how satisfying did. is that? It's phenomenal. It's so exciting. Uh, I don't get nervous in any way because I'm just helping them with what they're doing. Uh, it's 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 just awesome to see them perform in that way. I mean, he did phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just absolutely yeah. amazing. And he had awesome trainers. His trainers were so great at what they – they're great at what they do. And um, I would say they are the ones who have all the pressure. They're the ones who – I mean, it's just such a big interview. They, they keep them up all night. They keep them going. They've got a million tests to do, and then they go out on the field and they have to perform. It's their one chance mm -hmm. to perform and for everyone to see what they can do. So uh, there's a lot of pressure for them. So I'm there to just help them get better and relax and have a good time. So do you watch the combine in pro days? I do. Yeah? Yes. And, I mean, your athletes probably cheering a little bit extra for. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm quietly, yeah. you know, <laughs> quietly shaking my arms, super excited when, when they do that well. Um, one question before we get into kind of the more – uh, the answer to the internet questions here uh, mm -hmm. that we like to ask most guests. If someone wants to make a difference, either let's start with their own health. Uh, what advice would you have? Whether, I mean, here it's the beginning of the year. A lot of people either want to get in shape. They want to be more flexible. They want to work on mindfulness, anything. Do you have a couple pieces of advice that you would give them? Yeah, for sure. Uh, most people come to see me because they need more advice. They need more help. They need motivation. There's so many things that they need someone to help them with. But the thing is they really know what they need. Do we know we need to eat better? Yes, we know that. Do we know we need to sleep a little longer? Yeah, we usually know that we need to sleep eight hours a night. Uh, do we know we're, we have bad habits and we watch too much TV? Yeah, we could be doing more active movements. We could be doing more... Uh, just more, more, you know, things that are beneficial to our bodies. So most people know. So it's just starting to make that decision. Why do, why do I want this? Why do I want to get healthier? Why do I want to be better for myself? I want to feel better. I want to do better for my family. I want to do better. So you have to find the reason, the purpose in getting better. And then that's where we come in to help you apply that and keep you accountable. And just to keep you, just to keep you moving through the whole thing. And before we get to the next part of the questions, I want to touch on something you said. So I'm big into recovery, resting, and can you tell people how important it is to get enough sleep? Very. Important. And not only enough sleep, enough good sleep. Yes. Yeah. Children especially, they need a lot more sleep than we think, uh, and we keep them in busy lifestyles these days. But for adults, eight hours of sleep is extremely important. While you're sleeping, your digestive system is recovering. You're, you're building cell repair. You have cell repair happening. There's so many things that are happening while you sleep. So when you're sleeping five or six hours a night, 
and you're stressed and all these things are going on, your your body can't repair and you're you're just every day getting a little bit worse. And that's where the chronic disease crisis starts to happen. And that's where the sickness happens that you're like, oh, all of a sudden I woke up today and I don't feel well, you know, what's going on? But it's really been happening for a period of time that needed to be addressed months ago. When you kind of knew what you needed to do, it's just applying it and making it happen. Are there any, um, cause I've seen a few things that will track sleep and track your REM cycles or whatever. I think the aura ring is one. Are there mm-hmm. any tools or apps that you do recommend to help understand your sleep cycles better? That's or- a great question. I've used many different apps. Uh, I've used the, um, my fitness pal app for nutrition. I've used the zero the app Under for Armor fasting. One? Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, uh, I don't, I have found a lot of people do great with apps. They need to record what they're doing in order to get better. They need to see what's happening, which is great. But some people live such crazy, busy lifestyles that when they're recording, they almost don't have time to record. So it's just finding a routine. I need to go to bed by 10 p.m. and no later, and I need to be awake at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., whatever works for their lifestyle, but they need to have a routine and set that routine. I have a question on the MyFitnessPal app. Yeah. Um, so, so I use it to like track calories or whatever throughout the day. I feel like you probably shouldn't put exercise into it, should you? Because it gives you, it adds how many calories in that. I mean, it doesn't seem correct. Yeah, it, uh, or should yeah, you put it in changes. the exercise? I think you have to remember that these apps are a general basis and every person is so different. So uh, for for exercise, it might say, okay, you need to eat, you need to eat more calories because you burnt this many like calories. Like it up you by like 600 calories. And that exactly. Seems, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So it can be a little dramatic with the apps yeah. and it's not always totally applying to your body. And so we have to remember they're a generalization for nutrition or sleep patterns or fasting or whatever it may be. But um, some people are, the apps are great because they look at it and go, I didn't even realize I was eating that many calories mm-hmm. a day. And, um, but, but the exercise and the water intake and all those things you can put in the Under Armour apps, they're great, but they, they're not exact. They're never exact. How much water do you tell people to get? Because <laughs> I know that there's that a story about a like Tom question. Brady, like almost drown himself because yeah. he drank so much water. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, do you have a baseline? I just say about four ounces every half hour okay. is a very good general amount okay. of water to drink. Of course, if you're sweating, you need to drink more. If you play football at Notre Dame, it's different than if you're you exactly. know, at work all day. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you just ran 10 miles today, you need a higher water intake yeah. than most people. So every everybody, again, is different. But I always say at least four ounces every 30 minutes. You should not drink water for three hours and then go chug a water bottle because it's all going to leave. You can't absorb that much in that amount of time. So you need to sip on the water all day long. Oh, that's a See, that's something I struggle with. I'll go a couple hours and then I'll like crush two bottles in a row. Yeah, and you're exactly. saying that's not as good as just working on it throughout the day. Exactly. You need okay. to have the water throughout the day. Okay. Uh, and then back to the original question, the second part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone that would want to break into the field like you did, they want to help others, uh, whether it's through massage, rehab, nutrition, mm-hmm. they want to make it their career path. What advice would you have for them? Find what you really love to do. Some people get into massage therapy and they like to do relaxation or more spa-like work. I knew right away that I wanted a challenge. I wanted something different every day. I wanted to see athletes who work really, really hard. I wanted to help them get even better. I wanted to see them recover. I wanted to see how far they could get when they really focus on their mind and their body connection. Um, so when you're getting into this field, you, you have to practice and you have to apply. And if you start working marathons and you're like, this is not, 
I do not want to be working on sweaty people who just ran 10 miles. This is not for me. Then, you know, you go a different route and you try that. It's kind of trial and error. You really have to practice and and find what you enjoy doing. Love it. You want to do some answer the internet questions? Uh, Great. You have not been told what any of these are, so we'll just kind of <laughs> go off on it. Let's do... Um, would you rather have wet socks for an entire year or have a year-long cold? Wow, that's a tough one. Yeah, neither are ideal. Colds, colds are not good. They start to ruin everything. So I'm going to go with the wet the socks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, although your wet feet would fall apart after so long, but I'm going to go with wet socks. Do you have, you're a good person to ask this, do you have tips for shortening a cold? Ooh, uh, hot tea. I love tea. Lots of anti-inflammatories. I pour everything into my tea. Ginger. Just load it green up. Green tea. I load it up. I put cinnamon, a little bit of, yeah, basically, yeah. exactly. Lemon. I like to wake up with lime and ginger shots in the morning. How's that Solve taste? that cold. It's, it's awful. Yeah. It's every day. <laughs> you think honest. You think you'd get honest. used to it. You think, okay, I'm going to get used to drinking this. Every day, I, I tell myself I'm not going to do it. It's too gross, and I do it anyway. <laughs> Would you rather go 50 years into the future or the past? Like this is your new reality, wow. and it's where you live. Uh, I don't want to know about the future. I feel the future's in God's hands, but I feel like going 50 years into the past and appreciating what people have done 50 years ago, that we have a much easier life these days, I think that would be really great. At what point would you reach for your phone? 50 years in the past oh or, goodness <laughs> or or just anything electronic yeah definitely would be looking I mean, you're for probably, you're probably stuck with just basic tv and a few channels at that point yeah yeah 50 you'd be years more in active the future, it'd be, yeah you would be a lot more active <laughs> you'd be a lot more active <laughs> all right um can a guy use a gift card on a first date or would that be frowned upon oh good question I would say don't use the gift card. Save it for the second or third date. Okay. So first date, go first by the First date, you, you... What if they're sneaky about it? Hmm. And then you found out later. But if they're sneaky, that's a problem. Yeah. Right off the bat. <laughs> right off they're sneaking gift cards in no date sneaky, one. <laughs> no sneaky men on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> if you were reading the story of your life and you got to the present day, would you keep reading knowing that you can't change anything? Or would you stop? I would I would not change anything. Yeah. Would you keep would reading keep and reading. find out what's going to happen? I would stop. You would stop? I would stop. Okay. If you could put any franchise restaurant in your house, what would it be? Do you even have, like, guilty pleasure foods or not really? Oh, I, do. I love dark chocolate. Okay. Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, even I'm a... you're taking the healthy chocolate, but okay. <laughs> Move on. I, I was a swimmer and so carbs are my favorite. And so I really have to be careful because I can go really carb heavy when I know not to. So I have to be like very bread careful. or crush a pasta or both. Like everything, yeah. everything yeah. with carbs. Yes. I, I got used to eating that way and then had to change a lot of habits. Would you rather wear winter clothes in the summer or summer clothes in the winter? I hate being cold. I would definitely just sweat it out in the summer. <laughs> I would wear the winter clothes in the summer. <laughs> do you watch much tv i don't well let's ask this anyway if you uh, or movie series if you had one movie series or one tv series and it's all you could watch the rest of your life so like my answer would probably be seinfeld what would you pick 
I love Disney. Okay. I would watch Moana. Moana. So it would just be Moana on it repeat. Would be, it would be Disney movies, <laughs> Disney princess movies, strong women. <laughs> Pocahontas. <laughs> Yes, that would be that would be. I don't really know any TV shows, but movies, yes. Um, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> one horse-sized duck. One horse-sized duck. I'm hoping, being that big, I could be faster. And just get some body body blows. In yeah, or basically, yeah. yes. Yeah, 100 of anything could be a little dicey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you rather always have the hiccups or always have a headache? Oh, my goodness. That's, again, a very hard one. It's like yeah. the cold question. Um, I would I would almost go with the headache. Slight really? headache. I just feel like hiccups would get exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> pain, I don't mind pain as much. I'll deal with the pain. And plus, hic- doing hiccups the entire time you're doing a massage, I mean, they'd probably Yeah, like, that just is what's annoying. His, what's her problem? <laughs> <laughs> um would you rather have your own personal bathroom or own personal office oh good question i love to share my office with everyone so personal bathroom yeah mm-hmm. me too i'm usually never alone in my office someone always needs me so <laughs> i'm used to it <laughs> let's do three more first up waffles or pancakes pancakes yeah Yes. How? I mean, I guess you said you do like. Or how often do you get to have pancakes? Probably not that. I cook pancakes all the time. You do protein pancakes? Yes, I cook protein like the pancakes. Cakes? Yeah, yeah, very, very close. Yeah, I try not to eat gluten, so I try to make my own. I make coconut with lots of cinnamon. You're a big cinnamon fan, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cinnamon in the tea. Put it in the. Put it in the pancakes. Um, if your arms were spaghetti, would you want them to be cooked or uncooked? Uncooked, like Elastigirl. Uncooked would be uncooked. Would be straight and like snap. Oh, I'm so I'm want, totally wrong. I would want. I always them get this cooked. backwards too. You want it, yeah, so you I want to be thinking, like the used car lot thing where you're like exactly. I want to flow. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I guess for your possession, loose arms for your profession, that would be better. Um, so let's do two more. Let's do another funny one, then more of a serious one. Would okay. you rather burp the sound of a gong or sneeze the sound of a bowling strike? Sneeze. Yeah, that would actually be kind of cool, I think. I think that's talent. Be better than a traditional <laughs> sneeze. Last one. Would you rather be filthy rich in 1900 or mm. poor now? Poor now. Yeah. I feel like even when you are not on the wealthy side, life is still easier than it Yeah, than that's a good point. Been. So, yeah, poor now. All right, well, before I let you out of here, can you plug uh, where people can find you on social media, where they can find you on your website? Uh, if they want to come check you out, just plug away. Yeah, for sure. Uh, website is twmassagetherapy.com, and the Instagram is twbodytherapy.com. Those are two main sources that you're going to find all the information you need. The Instagram is more of the photos and a little bit of a, um, pictures and videos of what I'm doing every day, where I'm traveling to, who I'm working with. You don't always see who I'm working with because a lot of that is confidential. Yeah. But that's where you're going to find all the information. Awesome. And I did have two more questions I completely forgot about. Of course. Favorite cities to travel to, whether it's for work or just to hang out? Do you have some cities that yes. are your favorites? I have been to a lot of new cities this year that I didn't I love Dallas didn't know I love Texas so much Texas is a great place so Dallas is one LA has always been my favorite I Mm -hmm. feel like it's home every time I go back to LA do you like like the city or do you go to like to the beach 
both. Yeah. But I love the city. Most people don't like LA. It's, it's a little grimy. It's a little. It's a lot happening. It's a lot of people. I love it. I love everything about LA. But I always make sure I go to the beach when I go back. What about any? Are there any ACC cities that stand out? Every time I go to an ACC city, it seems to be in the cold. So not, <laughs> not necessarily yeah. one that I can say I love to go to. North Carolina's nice. You yeah. know, you've got the triangle that's fun. Uh, so I like North Carolina. Uh, other than that, I prefer to go to L.A. or maybe Florida. Florida's a lot of combine prep. So. Warm weather. Yes. Yeah. And then the last one, have you ever been stuck on an elevator? No. No? Would you I, do okay if you were? Uh, I think I would have a moment where I'd have to mentally kind of regroup regroup and and tell myself everything <laughs> speak out loud that everything's <laughs> going to be great everything's going to be fine the, i will get out of the elevator the second floor at yes Street? correct second floor so, so you ride the elevator, elevator every day yeah or stairs there's stairs and an elevator so that's what so we did when we uh interviewed pocky she's on the second floor over there too yes and i'm I, almost right next to her are you okay yep. so i had to have someone come down because i couldn't get stairs to get up there i couldn't find them so i had They're to hidden. have someone come down and get me to go upstairs because i don't ride elevators it's so like it was, a maze to get yeah. in there yes i'll do a yes. maze as long as i don't have to ride an elevator don't like the elevator no no <laughs> I, well, this I've year never I'm gotten stuck in that start. elevator. I'm going to try to start this year riding elevators. So We'll go with you. We'll, see we'll make I'm, sure you're not alone yeah. on your first elevator and then if ride. if I pass out, just... We'll be right there. Okay, thank you. <laughs> all right, thanks for coming by, Tracy. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. like a lot, but they all play and they roll. Put that on anything that I got, and all I care about is my city, man. I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down.